I'm just gonna call it Harambe. Hola chicas, bienvenidas a ¿Quién es la más? Mi nombre es Gigi. And I'm Braulio. And before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out about our little show here. We appreciate all the support. And today we're going to talk about La Más Draga 2, episode 6, titled La Más Independiente. So, um, what are your general thoughts on this episode? Mm, I like that they introduced a new element with them having to do the... Um, what did they call it? Aran? The Harambe? <laughs> that was my joke. <laughs> R.I.P. The, uh, the uh, Harangue? Harang- um, so, yeah, I mean, that was that was cool because we've never seen, at least not in La Masdraga, they've never done anything like this where they have to... They stop the runway and they have to do their little presentation and then continue on that was a little clunky but i like that they tested them in a different different way that way you can see like how well-rounded they are i guess yeah and it was a little bit more personal too so we got to know more about them and um and the challenge was was kind of incorporated into that in a way. So it was it was really I mean it wasn't the most interesting thing to watch, but it was good to to know that they they have these skills and that some of them you can see that some of them don't have those skills. Or that the ones that we thought were strong in some areas are now we're seeing some weaknesses and and so that's pretty pretty cool because up till now they've just been presenting looks and now they have to actually do something. And um, yeah, I, I thought it was fun too. Um, I enjoyed the the talk with with the guest. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of my favorite parts of the episode. And um, yeah, and everything else I think was pretty much the same. Um, I liked the the fact that. Oh, I like the results of the lip sync. Like, who went home? I thought that was that was uh, the right person to go home. But yeah, other than that, I thought it was I thought it was a really good episode. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, so let's get right into this. In the beginning, Johnny Carmona meets the girls backstage and introduces this week's challenge. The contestants are to present a look inspired by the Mexican independence, but that's not all. In a surprise twist, the girls are to write and perform a harangue, or harangue, <laughs> or harangue, or harangue, whatever, <laughs> to help them come up with topics 
Johnny enlists the help of Ophelia Pastana, and the winner will be named La Mas Independiente. Yeah, so this is all revolves around Mexican independence. <laughs> it does. Um, it, it was a cool challenge. Um, I think I already said that, but I feel like it was a little um like confusing in a way because they just they didn't really give us like a specific like look that they could be inspired by or even though some of them i think they showed the picture of the person they were inspired by but i feel like if they would have given them like oh everybody has to do a certain person um and this is your person assign them each somebody i think that would have been much easier for us to see like the references and to because who knows what the hell they were wearing back then but then i think that makes it too easy for the girls like okay you just gotta imitate this person and they also they wouldn't have as much creative freedom if they did that too and in this way they can interpret it however they want you'll still get judged for it but (laughs) but you can do whatever you want as long as you can get your point across in the end. I guess. I mean, just, I don't know. Because I don't know about that. You would have to do some research, show us some pictures, because the audience is not going to know, like, what the hell they wore the independence. Like, what? Yeah, which is why I just, like, I just focused on did they look good and... Again, if their message came across to the audience. Because otherwise, yeah, I don't... Like, I don't know. I know um, Johnny was uh, a little harsh on at least one of the girls because he was like, oh, that's... that They didn't wear that. That's anachronistic and, and all that. So. so I guess... Do you want to describe what a arenga is? Sure. <laughs> So like we said, the challenge revolves around El Grito de Independencia. So the arenga is basically like a protest or like someone lecturing people uh, aggressively and critically, um, but with a purpose. So usually in order to politically lift people's spirits and, you know, give them hope. And that's kind of what Miguel Hidalgo did to the people of Mexico. He kind of gave them the strength to fight against the Spanish Empire, as as uh, Johnny refers to it, and that we lead Mexico into independence. And yeah, so he says that was from September 16, 1810 to September 27, um, 1821. And, yeah, there was, like, a lot of people involved in all that, so he named a whole bunch of names. Um, so you can really pick someone um, out of there or just in general, like, use colors and stuff, which is what some of the girls did. Yeah, there's, I, I like that they, they had that creative freedom. But that arenga thing I had never heard before, <laughs> that word. No. I'm trying to think of, like, a reference where people can be like, oh, that's what that is. 
uh, would it be like marching like when people march uh let's see for like i don't know when they were, were marching for like equality like people would just would go up and just kind of like speak and tell their story and sometimes it would be kind of aggressive but like it was true it was like a gruesome story it was like a sad story or you know i i would put it in there um i would say like the main thing is that it has to have a purpose it's not just a speech like there's you're trying to get them to do something mm -hmm. you're trying to uh, inspire them hmm. to do something to stand up for themselves so that's yeah that's the main thing about an aringa aringa all right so uh, let's talk about the guest ophelia what is her title <laughs> like her official title ophelia Pastrana. was she like an activist yeah basically that's and i went on her social media and stuff and it was even she has a whole bunch of descriptors in her bio and stuff. But oh. um, I think Joni says that, and it kind of that's kind of what she showed us that she was like someone who uses social media in for good, I guess, for a higher purpose. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of an expert in that, and yeah, an activist for LGBT rights. And I don't know if she has a degree or something, but they describe her as a physician. And I saw that she has, like, a YouTube channel and videos and all of this. So, just multifaceted. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, th when she first came in, it was funny because a lot of the girls, some of the girls knew about her, actually. I think Guajardo did. And then Alexis was like... I don't know what I'm going to talk to her about because she seems so educated and I feel like I'm, I only know three Intimidated, words. Intimidated, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because um, she's very knowledgeable about like activism and stuff. And some people like that, you can get a little... Well, yeah, you feel like they, well, they obviously know a lot. So you kind of feel intimidated to put in your, your opinion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But um, yeah, she was great. Let's talk about what actually um happened when they were talking to her because they sat down each of them had a a turn with her where they can kind of brainstorm ideas mm -hmm. for what they want to write about for the i'm just gonna call it harambe because <laughs> it's funny but then that makes me sad uh why because <laughs> He or she is dead. Harambe. Oh, R.A.P. I didn't know. Okay, so the first one up, Guajardo. Mm -hmm. And anything that she said, what did, um, did anything she say stand out for you? Well, she, she talked about, okay, so Ophelia introduced this method of like, brainstorming where she said that it was ce so basically like respond to anything from a conversation like in a conversation to any criticism that you might receive always um respond with ce 
So... Which means yes and. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like what they do with improvised yeah. stuff? Yeah. They don't um, actually say yes yeah. and, but they... And I think I think that's what she meant as well. Like, you don't have to say it, but it, she just was introducing the concept at that point. So it's kind of simpler and easier for everyone to understand by actually saying it. So doing that exercise with Guajardo, Guajardo says that she wants to talk about body image and diversity. Mm-hmm. So they kind of go back and forth, and that's kind of what they land on. And... Like, I made notations for what each of them kind of wanted to talk about. And it seemed like some of them changed their mind or didn't know how to express it at, in the end when they went to the actual runway or the arenga, harambe. Um, but, yeah, anything that you spotted there? Oh, um, yeah, I do remember just feeling like I don't know why that came up, the body image. I don't think Guajardo ever said, like, because I've been bullied about it or because, you know. So I was kind of confused why that was one of the things. So, yeah, I was just confused about it. And I didn't know if, like I said, I don't know if it was something personal. And I I guess because she hasn't really talked about it in the competition. She's, like pretty guarded like she does not open up like i've never as far as i can remember like there's nothing where she's being honest or yeah i mean just like walls down and being like okay this is how i feel and so that's what's kind of hard to connect with her as well she kind of like keeps people at a arm's length i mean she mentioned a little bit she she said like without any details that people or or she loves her body and other people um have criticized her for that or are are jealous of it or something because they don't have that confidence self-confidence but yeah nothing where she told us her story i guess yeah i would have expected more of alexis to have something like that because she's always talking about her weight. And so, yeah. So, I mean, it just came out of left field. I was like, oh, okay, I guess she wants to talk about this. And, um, to, yeah, I thought it was a great a great conversation between them. We got to know something about Guajardo, which we haven't. Like you said, she is pretty guarded. Um, I think when they were going back and forth... Something that resonated, I guess, she said something about where people don't understand why there's so many letters in the LGBT mm-hmm. um, community. But I think I Ophelia is the one who brought that up. Yeah, and then she was like, "Well, because we're we should all be humans, and that is how." Um, I don't remember how she worded it, but I was I remember agreeing with that. She just made a good point. But yeah, uh, the next one, who was it? Soro. Soro Nasty. So this one, we, we had a breakdown because she started mm-hmm. crying. And um, I got teary-eyed because I was like, oh. I was like so sad for her. Yeah, because she was talking about how her father abandoned her family. And 
that has really affected her. And so she wanted to talk about her family, and that was a very sensitive subject, so she automatically just was shut down from the very beginning. She didn't even want to do the, the, the exercise. And I think Ophelia did a good job in getting her to a place where she can actually talk about it. Mm-hmm. And, um... Yeah, and that's that's a hard job to do because, I mean, we do see her presenting this topic in her arenga and like i said some other girls like i feel like they chickened out and they backed out of it so yeah i mean it was i guess ophelia was able to connect with soro to where she got her comfortable enough to speak about it yeah and um and i don't know if we should talk about this i guess we can mention how Veneno in the ending when Soto... Spoilers. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. People have watched it. Yeah, he goes up to her and, and like, just tells her, like, how much it meant to him what she said. And it was, it was really, it was really beautiful to see because, obviously, it, it touched someone and to, to have her know that her words and her vulnerability actually made a difference. Like it actually touched someone. I think it's it's important, especially for her when she was exiting the competition, like to know that she had an impact. I think she should feel good about that. And I think that was the whole purpose of all of this to try to connect. Ophelia was telling them like, use your social media to connect with people. And if you talk about yourself, Obviously, you're opening yourself up to criticism and bullshit. But then you have moments like this with Veneno and that he never talks. And finally, mm-hmm. he's like, okay, I, I got to express myself to this person because I, I mean, I, because I connected with them just um, openly, I guess. Yeah. I wanted to sweet. It was really sweet. One of the things that um, Ophelia mentions was she well b- before they start even the the exercises with the girls and everything. She kind of like gives a little speech about how to use her social media, mm-hmm. and she mentions like, oh, if you do a good job at on your social media, you don't even have to pay for promotion. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, uh, Instagram says different <laughs> <laughs> because. They will not show your post to anybody unless you pay for a promotion. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, you kind of do. But yeah, I kind of get what she was saying. Um, yeah, that was that was just one of the things that, that I was like, that's not really true. I mean, there's other forms of, you know. I was going to say, I think it's a little, that applies a little more to Twitter. But just because of the way Twitter works. But it's ha- it has its downfalls too. Yeah, and she also mentions how when people start talking hate, it's better to just, I guess, to listen because maybe they're coming from a place of hurt mm-hmm. and and listening to them is going to do more than just, I guess, reacting to it. That's easier said than done, though, because one, you get caught up in the moment to where you want to respond with the same hate back 
and also like if you give it attention i feel like it can affect you as well you gotta be really thick skinned for that yeah you do and it kind of so all this kind of ties into um our next one which was was um hope star and she wants to empower other people and like her message was about like inclusivity for everyone i don't remember specifics but i think i mean we'll talk a lot about it a little more in the actual runway she so she says um what is her story i remember her saying in the in the camerino like how she comes from like a small town and she kind of feels like she's she's the mother of all the drag queens there and um i don't really remember her interaction with ophelia though um and then the next one who's the next one is it alexis alexis mm-hmm. so i mean she's kind of talked about her issue before but she wanted to talk about how like the criticism and stuff that she's received for being a cisgendered woman in the drag community um which has it, it it has this positive sides where some people have accepted her and she found family there but at the same time there's other people who think she doesn't belong there and will never think that she belongs there and then <laughs> alexis and ophelia have some drawn out conversation about tacos um which i think was supposed to be like a metaphor for diversity or something um i don't know i kind of lost the thread at some point but i think that's what they meant when they were talking about what you put on the tacos and the type of tacos and i don't know <laughs> Yeah, I, I and she said something about how something about her hometown or something that she likes them more. Oh yeah. I guess she was talking about how she feels more comfortable somewhere or something like that. Anyways, the taco reference kind of yeah, it lost me too. I thought it was really really interesting I guess to see Alexis have an interaction with someone else. I don't think we've ever seen that. I feel like we have never seen her interact like this long with someone she's pretty reserved it's always her like in the talking heads it's always her just kind of on the side while everybody is just kind of like talking talking and she's kind of doing her makeup and but we haven't had like a moment where she's actually talked to someone this long and i get to see her personality here which is she's very shy you can tell that she's very shy and I didn't get that before. I mean, I know that she was reserved, but I know she was she was like I mean, I, person. I could tell because she's like her sense of humor is very self-deprecating. I think similarly, she sometimes has a hard time opening up too because yeah, like she just she doesn't take things seriously. She or she uses humor to like um deflect. Mhm from what she actually is feeling and i think that's another thing where it's kind of she's funny though like like she's endearing i i like that mm-hmm. but 
but it's a good point that most of that humor and all that is usually when she's on her own or in the interviews and it's not yeah face to face with uh the other girls or anyone else yeah 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 i i just didn't get that sense before and now i kind of know more like how she is and it explains a lot it explains how she is on the runway and mm-hmm. why you see her very kind of like you see her thinking in her eyes you see you see that and um yeah I, i'm just surprised that we haven't that i haven't seen her interact with somebody this long i mean i feel like they should have already had had her personality like shown or at least have her moments here and there and i don't think we've had that from her Mm-mm. it's always on the runway where she's kind of shining but not like anything backstage but yeah, her her story was, it was very different from the rest because everybody there kind of feels included in that community and her, she's the one that's kind of like being ostracized in a way. Mm-hmm. So I, I was happy that she's, uh, that she brought that up as part of her arenga. And um, yeah, um, we'll see later how it goes. But, um, and the last one was, I guess, Sofia Jimenez, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which was like the, the one that got to Ophelia, like the one that yeah. she connected to the most. Yeah, and this time Ophelia was on the verge of tears, and I think it's it was certain like key words that Sophia mentioned, which was like about forgiveness, and I think she said like learn to appreciate people who come into your life, like don't don't take them for granted but again like she was pretty vague she didn't really give us who she's talking about a friend a family member who knows but somehow like ophelia has experienced that and um that connected with her yeah i thought she felt like the most willing to be like honest like not part of the person that's being hurt, but she was the one that said, I have hurt people. I've I've not been the hurt. I mean, she's obviously been hurt in her life, but she came... She's not playing a victim. I guess, yeah. And I thought that was really, really commendable because I didn't... The rest of the girls, they were all on the receiving end of the, like, of the criticism or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was the one that says, oh, no, well, I, I'm... I caused pain and you know and that's one of the things that I I want to take uh, responsibility for so I, I really I really appreciated that and I would have loved for her to yeah like you said to say what <laughs> she was talking about like what what's the specific story that that she can share mm-hmm. and it would it would have brought more vulnerability to that moment but i guess that wasn't the point of the exercise either so i don't think you know ophelia was trying to get a specific story she was just kind of trying to get like points here and there of where they can start their presentation Mm -hmm. so i mean overall i think it i think it it went well i think um i think she had really great points i don't know she did that later on with her, with the actual, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, 
Arangue, but we'll see. We'll talk about that. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, before we move on, since we're talking about social media, do you agree that the people that have... I think Felia mentioned this. If somebody has, like, some kind of following or some kind of influence, like, it's kind of their responsibility to be... to do something with it and not just for attention... Um, or like, what's your relation to social media? I mean, I guess I can see your point. I wouldn't follow someone who's just there for the attention. Um, like me personally, uh, I would have to see something more that they're trying to do. But I feel like some of the people who have the biggest followings don't even have a point to what they're doing it's just like okay look at me this is my life and that's it there's no larger message or it's to sell a product mm -hmm. to make money it's not like they're using it for their art or anything it's just like here it is and i'm personally not interested in that but at the same time if you're not hurting anyone, then I don't see why that's a bad thing. But if you're taking advantage of people or stuff like that, then, I mean, that's just nasty. That's just gross. But, um, and I'm sure there's people like that out there. Ideally, of course, it'd be nice if everyone would be able to use their social media presence for, for good, for positive change. But it's not, uh, it's not for Or just for, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's different because everybody has, not everybody, but a lot of people have social media for different things. Mm -hmm. Like I personally don't have any personal stuff on my social media because I don't care to share anything personal with people. Mm -hmm. um, that's not what it's, that's not what I use social media for, you know? Like when I'm in my personal life, I like to live my life I don't want to be like posting about what I'm doing sometimes I will or you know here and there but that's not what I use it for and like you said some of the people that have the most followers do that and they just post this is what I ate and this is my picture when I wake up or like selfies and that's pretty much it and I mean there are people that I follow I guess maybe not a lot that do that call them out I'm just kidding. I can't think of... I want to say, like, a drag queen, maybe, that I follow or something. But, um... I think, um... I don't know. I feel like it's... it's. I do unfollow people that just post, like, products and... Mm -hmm. And, uh, I don't know, if they're having an event here and there. Like, I'm a, I unfollow them because I'm just like, I don't really care. But I also, like, want to follow, like, somebody that posts like beautiful pictures like especially like if it's a drag queen like i'll follow them if they make an effort to post like a really great picture or like their feed is really really good but that's because that's like drag that's their art in mm -hmm. a way you know it's not like just like a girl or a guy that's just like hey this you know mm -hmm. this is just me mm -hmm. so that's that's one of the things and i don't i don't i wouldn't say that um like i wouldn't say that everybody has to do it i feel like if you don't want to do anything positive with your social media, that's fine. I think at the end of the day, though, you 
you have to see how much you're putting into how much attention how much time you're putting into it and if it's not serving you then maybe do something with it if it's not doing anything um for you or for others and you're putting so much time into it then i i don't know if that becomes a little toxic because you're just looking at likes and all this stuff so maybe at that point i would say like yeah you need to start doing some or like trolls like what's the point of that (laughs) yeah um i don't know i guess they feel like they they have to call people out for stuff or just um it's weird social media is weird because a lot of people place their value in it mm-hmm. and so it's it's hard to find somebody that doesn't i mean most of the people that have uh, a social media they want the likes they want all this so i don't know it's 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 weird i think most people just think about <laughs> trying to make money and at the end of the day i don't know if that's I mean, everybody has their own choice, but I don't know how much that's going to help them out in their lives. Because what if one day they don't get the same amount of likes that they used to or whatever? Like, how how is that going to affect you? But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, it's tricky. <laughs> so people, I mean, make sure you, you, you're at least aware of how, you know, how long you're spending on these things and... And if you and if it's affecting you, because sometimes you don't even know and you you are comparing yourself to people and and it gets to you. And by the time you know it, you feel a certain way. And the cause of it was just, you know, this post that you saw or whatever. But, yeah, I, I have that. I mean, I don't I'm not really on social media. All I really do is post our <laughs> follow us on quien es la mas <laughs> speaking of <laughs> we're not on social media follow us on social media <laughs> at quien es la mas <laughs> on instagram uh such hypocrites <laughs> shall we move to the makeup room which to me was not too long but yeah i mean you can talk about certain things that went on because it wasn't like you said it wasn't long and it was kind of all over the place too they showed Mommy Yummy again. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they call her Mommy Yummy, the producer. Um, yeah, I think you touched on it a little earlier, but everyone just starts talking about comparing how many how many daughters do they have, and Guajardo is probably the one who has the most nine daughters. Well, Hope says she has a whole like a village, a village of <laughs> literally. A whole village. Yeah, she didn't say a number, but yeah. Because, yeah, I think her story was the most interesting one. She, I, I didn't catch where she's from, but some small town in the middle of nowhere, and she's where drag didn't exist. And she said she's the one who, like, organized it and brought it to her community. So all of the girls that she recruited in order to start that up and those are the ones that she considers her daughters uh that must be really difficult though and like i'm thinking if it's such a small town and how do the people who live there how did they react to it um suddenly like having drag queens in their in their um vicinity i guess 
Walking around on the cars. Yeah. In the pueblo, in the marqueta, buying leche. Yeah, I thought that was really admirable, to be honest. Like, I feel like, I don't know if I would have been able to do that. You need to be in a small town where you know that you're going to get negative attention, for sure. And just to really want to do it and you and you get the, the strength to do it. And I I just found a new respect for her because I, I see how strong she she is and how much she loves what she does. I mean, you have to love what you do if you're going to do that. If you're going to literally start the, the drag scene in your community, that's that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, who else talked about their stuff? I think Sophia mentioned something that her daughter or she has one daughter that's like more successful than her because she has like music oh, that's yeah. out and stuff she's like and i'm right here just sitting down <laughs> while they go and like make their dreams come true but, did alexis share anything any she just said she has two and and doesn't want any more mm-hmm they were talking about something about Las Dragallasas. Oh, yeah. And was... they were all, like, singing. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> is that their own little uh, music group, I guess? I think that's what it is. That they, 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 I think they just made it up while they were there. I was trying to figure out if they wrote that song or if that's an existing song. I don't know. I thought I was trying to figure that out, too. But I think they just made it up. Yeah. I want to say they made it up. I think so. Because it was horrible. Yeah. And and the way that the other girls were reacting to the song. They're like, ew. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think, I mean, I I thought that scene was pretty short. They spent a lot of time with Ophelia, so. Okay, so, vamos a la pasarela. Es la más independiente. And who's the first one out? Hopestar. Hopestar, I thought she looked great. Um, I love the hair. I love the makeup. The dress was nothing innovative, but I think it gets the point across. Like you can see the uh, the little choker around her neck. It's kind of like a what a padre would have. And I liked her arenga as well. Uh, I liked her message. I really liked the way that she delivered it with confidence for once. Because usually she's one of those that seems a little uh, like she's holding back. And not giving not giving everything. Like she's always in her head and i think yeah i think she's grown so much from episode to episode and i like i like seeing that from her i think she memorized the most out of her her arenga so i was impressed i was like damn she memorized that (laughs) unless she had it written under the flag or something (laughs) um what did you call me (laughs) I, I did like her. I liked her, but the fact that this dress is not, doesn't, I mean, I don't know anything about independence, but I can tell this is not independence because it's like latex. And... Well, it was supposed to be Hidalgo, El Padre Hidalgo, 
So, but she turned it whole. <laughs> In that whole. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what it was. And it's just, you, you can tell from the collar, but everything else is Where's just the cross? Like, yeah. I mean, the thing that she's holding is kind of... I mean, yeah. But yeah, she should have had like accessories where she... I think um, a long dress would have been better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they wear a hat, but maybe something over the head or something. Yeah, I just, I, it was just too simple or too basic too. like, we've, we've seen that before. Mm-hmm. And it just, it felt like it wasn't uh, enough for the challenge. I, I, I feel like she bought the choker because that was, <laughs> that what was she needed to. Yeah, make but it she already like... had this app. She already had the outfit. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'll just put this choker on. Yeah. So for that, it was unsuccessful. But she looks good, and her and her message was was really good. I don't think it changed much Mm-mm. from what she said she wanted to talk about. It was. It was yeah. um inclusivity, right? She mm-hmm. talked. That's what she talked about. Mm-hmm. She got it across. Okay, she got it across. Get it? Cross. <laughs> move on the next one is Sofia Jimenez as somebody (laughs) again if they're trying to be someone I'm like yeah I don't I don't know who you're trying to be I knew Hidalgo but I don't know who this dude was (laughs) I liked her look from the waist up I will say that the um the diaper (laughs) that she's wearing it just does not look good, nor does it go with what she's wearing. It kind of highlights the fact that her look is just a bodysuit with with rhinestones. Um, so it's pretty pretty simple for me. I like the makeup. The makeup and the beard transformation uh, was pretty cool, though. Um, and she's one of the ones that changed her arenga from forgiveness and appreciation to being who you are i think she that was her message like just yeah be, don't be afraid yeah to be who you are which is the same message that hope star had mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it is fitting though but um i think she missed a chance to like tell us about her and tell us a story i was gonna um, say it might have been harder for her to say something to inspire like, bitch, you better forgive, forgive, forgive. I mean, how can she inspire to... Yeah, but we'll see. Soro did something, and she twisted it to where she was able to deliver her talk about family and, like, something that you can latch on to. I did like her thing when she's walking away, and she says, Meeting men, no pasa nada. But yeah, what did you think of Miss Sophia? I, I I appreciated the fact that she went for that reference and then she was trying to recreate it. But I I think it should have been a jacket as more of a military look instead of just turning into a bodysuit. Because like you said, it is just a bodysuit. And I would have loved to see maybe even the bodysuit, but with that jacket and make it long. So it's kind of like dragging instead of a cape. I don't know. I feel like some of the elements I'm not. That white loving. is just too bright. Like too. I don't know. It just stands out and doesn't look good with it. 
yeah, it, uh, maybe she had a belt to kind of like not um so you can't see like the seam of the white going straight into the colored and i don't know i don't know I, yeah it just it doesn't it it's not it's not working it's too much of a contrast yeah but i do like the the effort and the makeup and the hair and the fact that she went for for a man so she kind of had that contrast that, yeah, the contrast between uh these this female form and then but like the the makeup is more masculine, and so I always appreciate um Sophia. Well, she's my favorite on the competition, so I've always kind of responded to her looks. This is just not one of the best. It's not bad. It's just not what I expect from her. And uh, as far as her message, I am disappointed that she that she changed it. I really wanted to hear that message that she had originally thought of. I think that could have been really powerful if she would have just worded it different or worded it in a specific way. And, um, yeah, I, I just think she went for the easy route mm -hmm. as far as like, I'm just going to say to include everybody. And that's pretty much instead of being vulnerable and being opening up as far as like, I've made mistakes. I've hurt mm -hmm. people other people can identify themselves in that so yeah yeah she did deliver it well though so mm -hmm. um the next queen is alexis tres xl and her look is i guess the angel of yeah, yeah. <laughs> liberty of what independence Libertad. I don't know. And there she goes showing her booby again <laughs> For her art. I'm surprised they don't bl they don't blur it. I know that was weird on YouTube's, YouTube's. Um, so my problem with Alexis, uh, like I love her personality, but is that she she always seems unsure on the runway. Like she has she has these magnificent wings on her and the faces of these revolutionary men and women on under her dress or whatever that was and she's still giving us a blank stare on her face like she doesn't seem confident in it like she's always anticipating something to go wrong and it doesn't but she doesn't trust herself yeah i just i just i i want to see her grow in in that aspect just like hope star has like i feel like hope star has become a lot more confident and that's that's what i need alexis to do as well believe in herself and yeah uh, like i said i mean i like her personality i like that she was being the way she was being herself in the arenga because it was something that was she was talking about something personal i could see like someone not finding that endearing i guess uh, i could see people having a problem with the way she's doing it because maybe you could say like she's being held to a different standard than the other girls because you expect everyone to give this impassioned speech um in a, with a certain delivery cer certain cadence and she just goes for okay this is this is how i'm gonna do it because this is me i mean technically there's no one way of giving a speech but uh, there's expectations 
that could rub some people the wrong way. So you're talking about the fact that she just, like you said, she just kind of like made it more like, oh, I'm just going to say this because it's the way that I am. So I'm just going to say it like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Um, I mean, it would be a good point to bring up, you know, the fact that you were expecting something like more inspirational kind of um, getting people to get riled up and you kind of just more of shared like a personal story and it was a great it was great it was touching but it wasn't inspiring as to to get people behind your message because her message was just to include people in the community and to I guess to not care if somebody doesn't want you somewhere because that's where you feel like you belong but that could have been delivered better yeah i I think she just winged it and (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i didn't mean to do that your dad jokes are on point (laughs) and unintentionally um yeah like you could tell she didn't she might have had some points like memorized or something but yeah you could tell like the rest she just made it up on the spot yeah if she was not prepared if she was actually doing this people would have just looked at her and then just walked past her because she <laughs> was like uh what is this lady doing <laughs> yeah what is she talking about that's true so she's not gonna inspire nobody yeah but i mean her look is really great it's mm-hmm. it's amazing mm-hmm. like the fact that these wings actually fit on the stage i'm like shocked and she was all painted up too mm-hmm. no spot left and then it was a great great thing that she had like the little reveal behind her mm-hmm. um and i was not expecting that so it mm-hmm. was really good um the next queen is soto nasty soto looks great i like how she is all like black and white and she gets a little pop of color with their little reveal of the um, the red, white, and green strings or whatever that mm-hmm. was, like near her heart. The I mean it it is the look is the overall look is a little simple. There's not um, anything to uh, like. There's no wow factor, I guess, to it. And the hat just seems like it doesn't go with the rest of the look, but. Um, her arenga, um, I loved how her arenga was very personal to her. She kept with the message that she spoke to Ophelia about. Like I said, that could be a difficult topic to talk about. Um, just how do you use it to inspire people? Um, but I think she, she achieved it and you could tell like, uh, by the end of her speech everyone was looking up to her and and they admired what that she even told remind me again what she said did she say something like you don't need uh you like you don't need a dad like you can do it yourself is that kind of what yeah um and like making your own family and be proud of the family even if it's not what people typically think of a family is and just bring even if it's small, just be proud of it and yeah, make the best of it. And don't let 
like your past um, blur that out yeah, and you could you could tell that this was something that was still super raw within within her because she yeah she was like trembling as she was saying this but I think that added to her message overall and I think she pulled it off in the end I liked it I liked the the message obviously and I just don't think it was like we said with Alexis it just wasn't what it was supposed to be like it was supposed to be kind of like come on let's do this let's go let's like you know and it wasn't that and I get that it was very personal but if we're gonna judge the challenge it just wasn't maybe she just needed that the whole everything else like the words everything she said was right it's just the delivery delivery behind it like you have to kind of take a second I guess I guess if you if you really need to and um make sure you deliver it but the look I do love the look as well I mean is it independence I don't know but I like it it looks cool um it looks very editorial like this is kind of one of the most editorial looks that she's had I think and I thought it was really cool that she came in like you said black and white because I was like oh yeah that makes sense black and white because it's because it's old (laughs) but I don't know the judges said it was in that era that they looked up the picture of the person she was inspired by they couldn't find anything like that so I guess that's kind of what put her in the bottom but as far as the look, I like it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, the last queen is Guajardo. Okay, so this is the Guajardo that I was expecting from the first episode. <laughs> uh, and finally, she comes back. I don't know how she's still in the competition. Because uh, I feel like she faltered throughout it. But... I think this look was worth it. I, I like this a lot. I like the character that she was playing. Um, I think she stayed on that character the whole time. And she put a lot of work into the details of her uh, performance. The, what was it, like a, some sort of cape or vest that she had on. That was cool. I, I like that. It had a lot of details to it. But the... The top and the skirt was a little basic, I think. Like, it it looked like she just got it off the rack and that's it. And just put it on. She didn't do anything with it. But, yeah. I mean, her... I like the structure that she used in her arenga. I thought it was very poetic. It just seemed very, like... I don't know. Like, she, she definitely rehearsed it. But it wasn't so, like... It didn't sound so rehearsed that the message got lost. Like you could still feel, felt like it was a li- like a little personal, I guess. And I like that she worked the theme of independence into her arenga, which is what the challenge was about. And no one else did that really. Not to that point, I guess. So she's what did she say? I don't remember none of these. No. <laughs> I don't remember um, hers. She was saying like Soy independiente de lo que otras personas piensan de mí. Oh, Soy independiente okay. de, yeah. 
Yeah, stuff like that. Like, I thought it was really cool. Very, very yeah. poetic. Yes. Was she just talking about herself the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> but is that anything different? <laughs> I'm saying because, like, aren't you supposed to inspire people to do something? Well, people look to her and be like, and be like I'm like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like the Miguel, whatever his name is, was like the revolution. He was like, I want to be free. I think we should all have equal rights. I think, you know, the Spaniards shouldn't be here because, you know, they're eating my food or whatever <laughs> the situation is. Anyways, I think it should have been more about like a whole collective, like, and I don't remember it, but I do remember that part where she was like, yeah, I'm independent of this, 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 which was, it was a great speech, but was it like, inspiring people to do something i would argue maybe i would argue possibly because <laughs> i feel like making it personal as a way to it just depends on the I purpose mean, but the thing personal... is people would get inspired by it not because it's trying to get you inspired but because of the message but isn't the point of a naringa is to actually want to inspire somebody yeah. to do something yeah i mean it could yeah it's just semantics at this point, but I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I thought it was great, too. Like, I liked her message. Um, she delivered it really well. Um, and her look was... It wasn't my favorite, but I thought she was really, really strong. I think she delivered a whole story behind her look, so that kind of pushed it um, more... Even though, like, the, the dress, like you said, it wasn't as... As... Uh, Polished or... As, yeah, it wasn't, like, very... Um, kind of tailored to her or whatever like it was just kind of um, simple in a way and even though that 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 that's what the look was the message or the the story behind it I think it's what really sold it and so yeah I, I really liked it I liked I'm not one of those people that likes like blood and stuff so to me like it's not that's why it's not my favorite look because I just don't like like open wounds on your face and like that's just kind of gross but i appreciate it i appreciate the fact that she put in work and that she actually came up with a concept and everything and she she's standing character by the way it was really awkward for them to have to like break character and then deliver and then to go back into character <laughs> and then walk out so essentially she was dead and then she came back to life and then she had to die again in order to walk out but yeah, that was a great week for Guajardo. Um, still don't think it's something that I would consider her like, oh my gosh, it's super amazing. It made up for like last week or the weeks before. It was a great look, but whatever. Good for her. And yeah, so that is it. Those are the looks and the presentations. So Alexis 3XL is named La Mas Independiente. Hope Star and Soronesti are the bottom two and have to live sing two Mayoras by Gloria Trevi featuring Charlie Black. In the end, Hope Star is named the winner of the lip sync and Soronesti is added to the drag altar. 
what are your opinions on what happened on the winner, the loser, lip sync, everything? First, did we all just forgive Gloria Trevi for her, her past? <laughs> for all the shit she did? That's all, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm, like... Yeah, like, it's public, everyone knows, and it's just... The thing is that it was never, from what I've read, it was her being the victim. Mm. Because she was never sort of, like, involved in it. Like, in she was... I mean, she was involved, but it's like... Maybe she just had really good lawyers that were like, oh, she was also a victim. and She was being controlled. But anyways... <laughs> Yeah, if you don't know about Gloria Trevi, you need to look that up. Yeah. Because it is insane. Yeah. And the fact that she's still this big mm-hmm. is insane. Mm-hmm. But that's another topic and another show. And another podcast. Um, yeah, so Hope Star and Soto as the bottom two. I'm okay with that, I guess. And it's, it's really tough now, though, because they're five now it's just it's just tough but i had a similar reaction to sophia at the end as far as sort of nasty goes so at the beginning of the lip sync i thought they were pretty neck to neck like they were both doing really well um with the lyrics and the performance and at some point towards the end, it seems like Soto gave up. Another one that goes up to the front, Miss um, Hobstar. Oh, yeah. To, in, I don't know, in front of the judges or whatever, and kind of takes the attention towards her. And I think at that point, Soto just lets her do that. And Soto's not even lip syncing. <laughs> She's just waving her arms around, and that's it. I was like, well, what is happening here? Like, why is she doing that? Like, why is she not trying? I didn't know how to interpret it. If I should take it as, oh, she gave up or it's like part of her, whatever she was trying to do. I just got lost there. I was like, what, what's going on? And then Sophia, Sophia um, calls her out on it. Well, yeah. Once she gets eliminated, Mm -hmm. she goes backstage and that's when Sophia's like, bitch, what happened? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like, I, I'm bothered that you gave up. And Soto, she reveals, she reveals that she had a reveal, <laughs> but she didn't use it. She didn't do and it. She revealed that she didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of want to see that look. I wonder what it looks like. I think like. she was lying. I don't think she had nothing. <laughs> I don't think she had anything. I don't, I don't know, but if even if even if she didn't like she wasn't lip syncing anymore when she was on stage so that just shows that she she was giving up the way that she put it she's like i just felt like i already gave my all and i already showed what i needed to show so it's just my time and if but she just she doesn't want to call that quitting, but it, just, it looks like that. <laughs> it looks like quitting. 
it is quitting because you're not doing what you can't stay in the competition. If you know that you have more, you need to give all of it. You can't just be like, well, I wanted to leave. She didn't, well, she never said she wanted to leave. But that's what you get from the the fact that she said that she had a reveal and didn't even do it. Like, are you not going to... I mean, obviously, you don't want to be there. So I don't know why she can't just be honest and, and say that. Like, I'm tired. She did say she was tired. Oh, no, she said, I'm not tired. I'm just like, I feel like... Like you said, she showed everything. No, you did not show everything, girl. You didn't show that reveal. Yeah, and are you happy, really, with the stuff that you did? I feel like you have more to show as far as, like, if you really want to impress us. Because I didn't leave... She she didn't leave much of an impression on me as far as, like, this is an amazing, talented queen. She's a good, like, look queen. But Mm -hmm. as far as her performances, I wouldn't go see her to be honest like it's not something and if she had something more that she says why not why not show it and make the de- make the judges make that decision mm-hmm. yeah i don't i don't know maybe maybe the producers made that decision for her and they just came up with an excuse i don't know it, it's it is what it is at that point if she feels that she's satisfied with what she did and yeah but like with her reasoning is like if you were happy last week with what you did why not leave and that's your reasoning well i'm happy with what i did i've showed everything well then why not just quit last week why not just say that like oh guys i'm you know what i just already showed everything like i've already done what i did i can't do any more so i'm just gonna go why not and give the the other girl the the spot yeah Ugh, whatever. So, yeah, um, the the lip sync was pretty boring. I don't know what it is about these queens that don't give their, like, they don't feel like they're on the chop or something. I feel like they, they don't feel like because they're... Because they're not, because they're being produced, and whoever's going to go is already determined. <laughs> Maybe, because they just don't fight for it like they should. And Home Star, I know she can do splits and dips and, like, tricks, and she did none of that. And she had the dress to do it. She was like in a little, you know, mini almost bodysuit. So it was just weird. It was all weird. Where the hell was Paris? Did she go to Paris or something? <laughs> she wasn't <laughs> she wasn't there. That maybe that's Veneno in drag. <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have she to probably find... saw the lighting and she was like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> what are y'all doing to me? <laughs> oh, Paris. Well, that... Um, so you have any final thoughts? Anything? Is next week the finale? No, we're still one no. more, right? Almost there. Yeah. Could be anyone's game. <laughs> and we just find out, found out that La Más Draga 3 premieres September 22nd, I think. Or something like that, yeah. We probably have enough. No, wait. When is... I can't count. I don't either. I was going to say we might have like a week where we don't have a show. But even then, we can probably do like the Meet the Queens thing. Because there's 12 queens. Did you see? There's like 12 or 11. Are there? Yes. Oh my God. There's a lot. So... 
I don't know. I don't know if we should do that. But anyways, um, that is it for this week's show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And where can they find you? Because, you know, we don't care about social media. But, like, <laughs> you know, where can they find you? You can find me or you can follow me at Hello Braulio. H-E-L-L-O-B-R-A-U-L-I-O. And follow the podcast at Guinness Lamas on Instagram. And we'll post the looks of the week on there. Um, that way you can follow along as you listen to the show. Um, if you have your own opinions, comment, like, and you can email us at guinnesslamaspodcast at gmail.com. Um, where can they find you? You can follow me or not, like, whatever. I don't really care. <laughs> and yes, it's yee That's Y-E-S-I-T-S-Y-I-Y-I. And we will see you next week for episode 7 of La Mastraga 2. Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>